Okay, hi, and welcome to the Astro Energy Astrology podcast for August 11th. And it, this is like the week of the 14th. So we are going to re-record this. I already recorded once, I thought, but it was on my phone. I tried something different and it didn't record. So here we go again. It's going to probably be shorter because I've already rehearsed this. <laughs> anyway, my name is Shelly Overton. I'm an astrologer in Orlando, Florida. This week, we're going to go over what's going on during the week and then do a little Lahaina discussion. So let's just put our glasses on, shall we? Today's Saturday the 12th, and that means that it is not the week of the 11th. It is the week of the 12th. Okay. Uh, we have Cancer Moon, and of course, Moon is rule the ruler of Cancer, the sign. And it is in trying to Saturn in Pisces, which Saturn retrograde in Pisces is telling us to be aware of emotional needs, of psychic needs, and what's going on in the psychic realm. It is kind of tiring. It, we can be drained more right now. Uh, there's a lot of humidity in the air. And if there isn't a lot of humidity where you are, it could just translate to rain or leaks in your house just water shows up somewhere because water is a translation for emotion when we're talking about Pisces or Neptune. All right, we've got uh, Sun in Leo currently in trying to Chiron, and that's a fiery energy, of course. Um, talking about Lahaina on this podcast as well, that's some energy that we'll, be, we'll discuss during that part of this, the podcast. And then Jupiter and Moon are sextile. Jupiter is in Taurus, asking us to evaluate what we find of value, money, love, material goods, our worth, our self-worth, our inner worth. And um, that happens this evening. It's actually overnight, 9.06 p.m. Pacific and uh, 12.06 a.m. Eastern on Sunday. We've got a sextile between Mercury and Virgo and the moon in Cancer. Sun in Leo joins up with retrograde Venus in Leo. This is relationships, desire, uh, feminine nature, the goddess, creative nature, connectedness to friendships. Um, is the friendship where we want it to be? It is in degrees. And so having n degrees Venus retrograde in Leo is wanting to understand the worth of a scenario, the worth of the friendship, the romance, um, what we're getting out of what we give to our children, how we create and what the ins and outs of that creative process can be. Are we getting what we need out of creativity? I personally, being an artist, am wanting to do more creative energy uh, work. And so that's a process I'm going through right now, trying to figure out how I can do more art, honestly. Sunday, there are quite a few positive aspects, only one semi-negative aspect, which is the moon squaring Chiron. Chiron, the asteroid of healing, of the arts, humanities. So moon and cancer squaring Chiron in Aries, it is a cardinal square. So we're finding the mother energy at odds with the rambunctious childlike energy of Aries. Chiron in Aries is wanting to put energy out as Aries does, which is act first, think later. 
Um, definitely Moon and Cancer isn't too terribly thrilled with that way of doing things. And Cancer is very thoughtful, internalized um, processes, emotion internally and out of the spotlight where Aries is driven towards being in the spotlight on some level. It is the first house of the Zodiac, so it is the central part of our personality. We've got a sextile between Mercury. The natural ruler of Virgo is Mercury. The natural ruler of Cancer is the moon, and they are both in their own signs and positive aspect. So early in the morning, 526 a.m. Eastern, thoughts and feelings about home and family and growth, education, learning, helping uh, work, doing work out of the home, possibly, potentially. It's all right there in the fourth house of home and family and the sixth house of work. And so we are really in alignment, so to speak. It's very cooperative. And then we have a little uh, energy of the Venus retrograde with the sun, shining a light, wanting some attention. She's wanting to get paid attention to. There could be some adjustment energy because Venus is retrograde. It is the adjustment time. And so she's saying, you know, I'm not getting my needs met. And how can I get my needs met? She's talking to the sun, trying to say, hey, what are we going to do to get the attention we really, truly need in our lives? And uh, it's 12.56 p.m. just after noon. We're going to have uh, the moon sextile Mars in Virgo, the moon sextile Uranus in Taurus at 4.30 p.m. And then ending the day with a moon, Neptune and Pisces trying. And so, of course, Pisces, Neptune, you know, trines for me are a very deep emotional adjustment. And so sometimes it can really feel extremely gut-wrenching, the energy that comes out, especially moon and cancer. It could mean that there's something going on within the family that is shifting and changing. Um, Neptune is a very big influence in the zodiac it's a slower moving planet it rules the oceans and so there is the ocean or water energy is very closely linked to emotions and so it can be a very deeply emotional time as we know the moon pulls on our own body water and the water in the ocean so the combination of neptune and the moon in water signs it's going to be an emotional afternoon on that day and that is Sunday. Moving to Monday, I want to wish a very happy birthday to my father. He turns 81 on that day. He is going uh, currently in Alaska on a cruise with my mother and my sister. They are visiting all the different little uh, Alaskan villages and towns, and they are enjoying whale watching. And so I'm really excited to see some photos from that trip. And then Monday, we have the moon still in Cancer for part of the day, at least overnight. And then first thing in the morning, the moon moves into Leo at 6.36 a.m. Eastern and 3.36 a.m. Pacific. So moon, of course, opposes Pluto right before sunrise and is void, of course, for about three hours until the moon enters Leo. When the moon enters Leo, we will feel the fiery energy again. It can also initiate more fires that we've been seeing. I watch a YouTuber who was just in Lahaina a couple weeks ago. And Lahaina, as you know, if you watch the news, has completely burned down. 
And then I have a friend who went to Greece a couple weeks ago, right? Like literally a week before roads burned down in Greece. So it's been a very difficult uh, season for tourist towns. And, you know, Taurus, Jupiter has an influence on that because Taurus is a fixed sign and Jupiter is transformative and the ruler of Sagittarius, which is travel and tourism. So we've got some very literal um, earth energy being scorched by the fiery energy that's in the sky with Sun and Leo and Venus retrograde in Leo. And Venus is also enjoyment or pleasure pursuits. So having the towns that are being burned as tourist towns are very much in association with that energy. And then throughout the week, we've got really um, mostly Leo and Virgo energy until Saturday when moon enters Libra on Saturday the 19th at 7.53 a.m. So the majority of the week is going to be Leo and Virgo. So it is connectedness. It is the attention to the strike people in the spotlight. Um, anyone with strong Leo in their charts will rise and be in the spotlight currently. And then the second half of the week is Virgo, but the differentiation between the two is the late degree, 23 degree moon and Leo new moon on Wednesday. And that occurs at 5.38 a.m. Eastern and 2.38 a.m. Pacific. So Monday, Tuesday, very um, creative, social, looking to be in the spotlight, looking to take more risks, looking to get the attention, be dramatic. Um, Leo energy is very generous in its positive side. It can be uh, demanding, uh, obstinate. It's a fixed sign. It can be stubborn, obviously, and attention-getting, boastful in its negative side. So depending on where we're at in our own lives and what aspects we have in our personal charts, I personally have Venus and Leo. So it, it has been a bit of a difficult July and August for me. And if you have Leo planets, and again, I have um, four people associated with me who are all Leos, and it is one of my favorite signs of the Zodiac, but Leo is definitely taking a hit right now with this fire energy and what's been going on because it is a fixed sign and Jupiter is squaring it. Um, Scorpio energy, if you have any Scorpio planets, they are getting hit as well. So Scorpio, Leo, Taurus, and Aquarius are all really kind of in flux currently. Wednesday, the new moon at 23 Leo is going to show us where we need more attention where we want to be more creative, we may use and utilize dramatic means to get that attention. And it is very larger than life and center of attention kind of energy. So know that that's coming in on Wednesday. The sun is our personality, our ego, and the moon is um, our emotional nature. So our egos and our sense of being comfortable in our homes, and really having the friendship and support and attention from the people close to us is part of this energy. And it is an end degree. So that means letting things go while bringing in the new. It is an exit of an old and an incoming of the new. Thursday, well, I'll just say uh, 7.14 p.m. Eastern, 4.14 p.m. Pacific, we have the moon in Virgo. 
and the moon in Virgo lasts, like I said, through Saturday. And that is a very working, teacher-oriented, service-oriented, military uh, energy moon. It is opposing Saturn and Pisces. So Saturn and Pisces retrograde acts very pragmatic. So I would say Thursday is probably going to be a highly active uh, workaholic, work, busy, busy day. And then also uh, here in Florida, schools have started in the middle of summer. We've got the pumpkin spice lattes and all of the school stuff out in the stores. And it never ceases to amaze me how everybody gets on board with the idea of fall in the middle of summer. It's 133 degrees. Almost every day I've seen that on my car, um, the temperature on my car. And that's not just sitting still. That's actually driving around town and it's 103 outside. So it's extremely warm. Fortunately, our humidity has dropped tremendously. We only have 55% humidity instead of 85, which is normal. So um, it's been a little bit honestly tolerable for me. I don't find it too terribly bad. I'm only in and out for brief periods. And even though I sometimes have to stand outside, um, it isn't too overwhelming to be outside in 103, unbelievably. <laughs> but anyway, um, Wednesday is going to be a more active day. We've got Mars in Virgo, trining Uranus, Moon in Leo, Quincunx, Pluto, excuse me, Neptune in Pisces, Mercury, Quincunx, Chiron, and Moon in Leo, Quincunx, Pluto, which is probably going to be a little bit more stressful because Moon in Leo wants freedom of creativity and words as well. Very creative storytellers. So they kind of rival Gemini energy for telling stories and tall tales. Um, and then Capricorn Pluto wants the truth. It doesn't want the storyline. It doesn't want the tall tale. It wants the truth. So that's going to be um, friction on that on Wednesday. And then the moon enters Virgo. So it is practical. The practical side of it is we don't get to tell tall tales. We got, we've got to be practical and pragmatic. Thursday, like I said, an opposition of Saturn in Pisces. So it is about career, but it's about understanding, understanding the emotional connectivity to what we do and how we have to really honor that. Friday, August 18th, happy birthday to my daughter's boyfriend. He is August 18th birthday. My daughter's dog and boyfriend both share that birthday, which is amazing. My dog, daughter's dog turns one and her boyfriend turns 23 on the same day. And then Virgo trying to Jupiter and Taurus. It can be difficult emotional energy with the moon in Virgo around practical um, issues that we see coming in, even though trines are considered positive because they're a 120 degree cooperative energy. I find them to be emotionally intense. So that's going to be a practical, emotionally intense day. So my guess is it's going to revolve around money and career and work. So work, money, career on Friday. We also have a conjunction of Mercury and the moon. So that, again, also critical energy uh, in the workplace. You're going to find probably more criticism coming out. Uranus and Taurus is freedom to have the money the way you want, freedom from being told what to do in a workplace, trining the moon in Virgo. So we know things need to get done. We just need to do them in the way we like to do them and not be told how to do them. Because don't you know, we all Uranian in Taurus people know 
how to do it. We are very responsible. I'm not one, but you know, the earth energy, very responsible, very capable. Don't tell us what to do. Moon opposite Neptune, kind of a reiteration of the moon opposite Saturn in Pisces, late in the evening overnight, Friday to Saturday next week. So uh, moon and Neptune opposite each other, it's going to be another emotional day that also translates into news stories that deal with earth events, it can deal with educational events, and watery expression, could be the ocean, could be water, um, rain, ocean, uh, emotion. So anyway, that's the week. And then now we're going to talk about Lahaina. Lahaina, I did not do, well, I didn't find a very accurate date for when it was founded. I went by some of the information that I found about when the, I think it was Queen Kamehameha and the royal family lived in Lahaina back in the late 1700s, 1795 to be exact. And I read that there was a fort being built around early uh, 1800s, right before the queen passed away. And so I just gave it a date of the event that I found around February. They just said February of 1795. So I just picked February 2nd. So it was 2-2-1795 as a significant date for the fort going in, or at least a significance of recognition for the royal family living there and making more of an inroad in that town as a uh, kind of like a home base in the capital of Hawaii. So February, and I'm sure there may be a more accurate date. I just haven't found it yet. And I wanted to talk about this because it was such a significant um, event this week on Tuesday. The fire broke out and then the winds from the hurricane that was near in the vicinity of Hawaiian Islands, uh, the wind was higher than normal and blew the fire right through the town very rapidly. So um, both events, not real sure the accuracy of the times of either event, but I did do a sunrise chart for February 2nd, 1795, based on what I read, and then August 8th. So what do we find here? Instantly, we have sun in Aquarius for the founding, sun in Leo for the fire. What is really interesting about this energy, I'm going to just move this over a little bit. What I find interesting about this is the south node, Mercury, Sun, Vulcan, Pallas Athena, Pluto at 25 Aquarius, followed by Cirrus at 28 Aquarius, all in the sign of Aquarius um, for the founding timeline of Lahaina. And then the transit of Sun, Venus retrograde, and the sun is basically opposite the natal sun for Lahaina. Venus is within two degrees of a direct opposition to Pluto, which is major change of, of identity because it's the first house of a sunrise chart. <clears throat> we have a late degree Pluto in Capricorn, joining up with Jupiter within eight degrees of orb for a conjunction with Jupiter in the natal chart, Jupiter in Capricorn, and the south node at eight degrees Aquarius. So even if we don't know the exact time for rising sign, we see Pluto is dancing between Jupiter and the south node of Lahaina. Jupiter transformative, transformation like a butterfly generally. And it can also mean death and re death, the death transformation of energy, transmutation of energy. Pluto 
is the ruler of volcanoes and the fire energy with sun and Venus and the opposition to Pluto with Venus. Pluto brings change and transformation from deep psychological energy coming up from the earth and Hawaiian islands were born out of volcanic activity. A few years ago, there was a volcan volcanic activity with the other Hawaiian islands and fires going on. I think it was Kauai, but we had all this energy going on a few years ago. And I don't know what the cause of the fire was for this particular fire for Lahaina, Maui, Hawaii. But it wouldn't surprise me if there was some breakthrough heat activity that triggered it because it was dry. There wasn't a lot of rain. It was warmer and the fire could very well have been started in my opinion by lava being close to the surface and the lack of humidity and the kind of perfect storm literally of the hurricane winds coming across and blowing the extra heat and a trigger started it and drew that heat right into Lahaina and it just decimated the whole city which is that Saturn within 10 degrees of their natal um, Pluto in Aquarius, Saturn is now in Pisces, right, well, retrograde at the last degrees of this chart, as you'll see over here, uh, last degrees of the first house of identity. So this chart, while it was basically a guesstimate as an orary chart, wanting to find the information out, um, it does give us the information, you know, a guess, towards what the actual rising was, but having a sunrise chart, even though it wasn't exact, it's giving us a lot of information anyway, because that timeline was significant to the birth of that city itself or that town. Um, we see hits to different varying planets in this Lahaina chart. And Uranus at one degree Virgo opposite Saturn, the unexpected, Virgo is the earth, Virgo is um, the energy of accidents, so maybe this will be found to be an accident that started the fire or something that was unexpected as Uranian energy can bring us. Chiron Leo is in the natal chart and has Venus on it, so that is the wounding, so obviously the fire will be a lifelong wounding for this city, and a woman that was being interviewed about her and it was on YouTube, her time trying to get back to her business that she had started in Lahaina was talking about the community and the connectedness of the people and how special it was, which is very much the Aquarian energy of the town. And Cirrus at 28 degrees, the last asteroid or body in the heavens showing up in this chart, 28 degrees Aquarius is the fertility and, um, you know, like the mother energy. So I do think uh, it will rebound, but of course it's a very emotional energy. We've got the Plutonic energy expressing through Neptune and Scorpio, and it's very close to the midheaven of Scorpio in this chart. And so Scorpio, again, like I said, it has volcanic activity. Jupiter is tourism. Uh, Jupiter in Capricorn, it is a livelihood. It is a career, so to speak of the town. The career is Jupiterian and tourist-based. Um, Aquarius, I think, is going to bring technological advances when they rebuild because the Pluto energy coming in 
in new sites. So January will be significant for rebuilding this town and probably bringing in more technological advances as they do that and clarifying energy. It will be unusual things coming to the city. Um, Jeff Bezos and his significant woman, I don't know if they're married, I know they're engaged, I don't know if they got married yet. Um, Lauren, her name's Lauren, uh, they both pledged $100 million to a new fund to rebuild Lahaina, which I find uh, really moving, even though, you know, personal politics aside about Bezos, uh, they are doing something positive with their money, which is very admirable, and I give them kudos for that. I applaud, thank you, because I do have a connection to Lahaina from 2017, the family vacation was there, and um, yeah, and they have a moon in late degree, 27 degree cancer in this chart, which, you know, you've got an opposition to Pluto there as well, and the family and the home, and the moon in this chart is in business, so businesses are like home and family to these people, so I do find a tremendous connectivity to this chart and what is going on, and then finally Saturn at 22 degrees of Taurus and Uranus, unexpected right there in the home of this chart at 22 Taurus. So the unexpected shifting um, the materiality of home. And uh, yeah, it's there's a lot to unpack in this Mars and Virgo in the house. And Mercury at 13 with Pallas Athena, it's kind of like burning it to the ground so we can rebuild for a more accurate energy and you know if you believe spiritually that there are no accidents um i do think that this was a destined event especially with the north node south node on the horizon in the natal chart that is and it's fixed it's like if you don't find a way to change universal forces will come through and force a change and while i have a very strong um, emotional bond to this town and, you know, I don't remember what I said in this podcast. If I've repeated myself, I apologize. But when I was in my teen years, uh, Loggins and Messina had a song about Lahaina. And I was a big Loggins and Messina fan, still am, and Kenny Loggins. So there was a connection to me for a very long time with Lahaina. And I had never been to Hawaii. And then in 2017, I was able to go with all my dad's side of the family and visit Maui and see Lahaina. And it was a very wonderful energy. It reminds me a lot of Boulder, the town I was born in, in Colorado, and some of the more artistic boutique type towns that I've been to in my life, like Winter Park here in Orlando. So to see it be burned to the ground is very emotionally moving to me. And I really do hope that we send really positive energy and money to the people of Lahaina to help rebuild and probably also to roads grease. And with that, I just wanna leave you with um, a creative encouragement to meditate, to find your center, to do some artistic expression right now. I think it's much needed as these energies are affecting us in our day-to-day -day lives. I've had a difficult July and August as well with what's going through my chart with the Venus retrograde and Leo. So. Um, just know that there are people out there who care about you. Spend time with close friends because it's important. Know that it is a major, major time of transformative change, especially with Leo opposite Aquarian energy. We are going to be going through the Aquarian energy next year much more strongly with Pluto. And 
um, we need to be there for each other. So I hope you enjoy this. Please do like, comment, share, and subscribe to the channel. Share it on Facebook. Share it on YouTube. Whatever you can do. Thank you very much for being here, and I'll see you again next week. Take care. This is Shelley. Thank you for joining us this week. To contact me for a private reading, go to angeliczodiac.com under the readings tab. To purchase my ebook, Learn Astrology, you can find it at angeliczodiac.com. Background music was provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Be sure to check back next week and subscribe through iTunes at Astro Energy Astrology Show.